Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Did my live, that was it. That's, uh, we're live right now. Nobody can hear oh, us talking no. about this right now. Oh, <laughs> Hi, it's Derek Johnston here, and you're watching the Battle Fever podcast. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. When I, when I was a young boy, my father said to me, put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. Now I am much older There's a place I want to be It's red facade is beautiful It's deep in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got Phoenix today, a festive edition of that tune, so we can play that through the festive month, you know. Mm. A wee bit nicer. Um, anyway, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 72. And the last one, probably of the year, to be fair, because there's not going to be any football on. And we rabble a lot of shite anyway, usually. So without the fact by there, it might be just shite for people to watch. So we'll just run it, I think. Anyway, going around the screen here. Tap the tap there, right in the middle, right in the middle. Scrooge himself, it is. <laughs> Paul at Seas, how we doing, mate? Bah humbug, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks. Uh, good to see you all again. Lots of smiling faces, good to see Baz especially. It's been a while, mate, it's been a while. Yeah, I'm good, mate. Watch yourself drinking an empty heat. Snagsy, how we doing, mate? <laughs> I, I am fabulous, mate. I can't, I can't top that intro other than uh, it's very, very lovely to see you, Baz, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and in the bottom, uh, Sammy, 
Simmy, how are you doing, mate? Are you, um, have you been drinking today or what? There's a rumour down the rounds that I may have had one or two, <laughs> uh, followed by fear four, followed by does it, two of these are Christmas, basically. Just can I go on? <laughs> <laughs> nice, mate, nice. And... There's a lot of love for Baz Bowski on Twitter and everybody he hates mute it, he's out of sorts and everything. There was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of love for him when people asking his questions and we couldn't answer it, but he's now back to answer them himself. Baz, you're always new, mate. Hello, how's it going, mate? You alright? I'm alright, but you sound as though you're still on the ship. You st- right. on the ship. Offshore, you sound as though you're still offshore. It sounds you know like it's a war correspondent. I literally sorted all this out before I come on. I'll we'll tell you what, you do that, you sort that, mate, the new right, and what we'll do is we'll just send our love and our best to CJ Novo because obviously yeah. there's a wee bit of concern for CJ in the chat. Um, so we just want to say that he's that we send our love and we're thinking about him and we hope he's doing okay and we hope to see him soon. Sammy? Can I just say I don't endorse anything you just said there? And, uh, <laughs> regarding CJ and his channel, uh, all I can say is I won. <laughs> historic historic battle comes to close <laughs> some might say it was a power slam <laughs> two one two that's that's we sound better we sound better now. smashing smashing there we go how are you doing mate how you been keeping good mate very busy uh, I've not been busy I was <laughs> I was, away, I was away working, but that doesn't necessarily mean I was busy. Mm-hmm. But good to be here, as always, mate. Good to be here. Try to get this camera angle right. I don't know whether I want to sit this way or that way, but I'll fuck about for 45 minutes, and then by the time the time commissions, I should be all right. <laughs> good, mate, good. Um, obviously, I say the last, probably going to be the last show of the year because there's no football, because, well, basically, they're going to know of a fit striker, and they've shot the bed, and they want to bring rakes forward and all that, so... Unfortunately, it gubs it for the rest. Of course, they didn't account for no beating a team for the schoolboys, mind you. So that kind of where the plan didn't go to, you know, exactly a T for um, Santa Ange Postacoglu came from a faraway land and he's given kids presents last night. So well done. Well done, Ange. That's a nice, nice thing you've done, mate. Nice thing you've done. Can I mention something quickly, Scott? Yes. A lot of people kind of turn around and say, like, uh, maybe we shouldn't mention. Uh, see how to go to podcasts and stuff, that's Avengers podcast, blah, blah, blah. The difference between our podcast and their podcast are they talk about us in this really serious tone where we just take the piss <laughs> <laughs> and everything comes back to us in the end, really, because the last time I checked the table was they're chasing us, so them dropping points is a good thing for us. Correct. Correct. So, I think I've it's no idea what the fuck he's on about, man. I really don't know what he's on about. <laughs> The fucking Rangers podcast. That's because Baz is so fucking staunch. He doesn't even know who Celtic are. But we'll play that like, old firm game, Baz. Like, I, I, I don't even see other players in the pit. I just see a loving, staunch blue noses. And they playing John Cena. I have no idea. Ah. Oh, love it, love it. Go back to Dundee United. He's only to forgive me because it's the only game I've missed this season, lads. I was not at it. I've seen a wee bit of the highlights, but 
I was not at it. So apologies. Over to you. Highlights. <laughs> oh, it was it was an awful game of football. It was really, really bad. It was freezing fucking day sitting in the stands there. And I just thought, this is just turgid. It's fucking terrible. It was an awful first half. Um, to be to be fair to Dundee United, I mean that it was a, as a young young um, team they put out because they had uh, COVID related issues as well, um, and I think to be fair to them, the game plan worked. They set out to frustrate and uh, a high press on us, and they, that's what they did. They frustrated us. We had we had an off day. They played really well. Um, of course, um, um, let's not forget the Rangers. Uh, the Rangers supporting defender in the Dundee United team who stuck his hand out and gifted his penalty. Thank you very much for that. Good um, guy. Good guy, yeah. So, no, I, I, all joking aside, that's what we get away with in my, in my books. Turgid. Yeah. I, th- I think that's what we get away with. Favourite fucking word that is. I had it written down before the podcast. I knew you'd come out with it. Oh, okay. That's great. I like that because your background is the actual word there, Stagsy. Yeah. You've got it, mate. I don't I fuck about that. on these technology things. I'm advancing. There's AI yeah. shit going on here. <laughs> no, yous were keeping me really kind of keep me up to date in the chat. Although I did have it own on Facebook and an illegal stream <gasps> when I was watching me bits, but I yous were kind of keep me up to date in the chat about what was going on. Um, the beauty of it is those things is we found a way through. You know, I like came for a penalty, but listen, we found a way through. And really, if Rangers had took their chances, it could have been double figures. You know what I mean? So it's one of the ones where you just have to get the points. Everybody has games like that. Everybody has games like that. The difference is we got the points. Aye, peaks and troughs, mate. Peaks and troughs. You know, it's um, it's a, it's a team finding itself. It's it's embedding itself into a new tactical system and plan. And uh, you know, it's not always going to go. It's not always going to always go going to go to plan. Okay, I can't fucking speak. Um, <clears throat> but you know what we saw was was a bit of grit and determination um, and a wee bit of luck. So. I'm happy that we got the three points and along with that continue, but no that type of performance, please. I would much rather we were battering teams six or seven nil on a yes. weekly basis. Thanks very much. Yes. Um, Sammy, before I come to you about the game, mate, like it's almost like people were listening to our, our no. real oh. conversation before oh. we came up. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> D-Mac, you are one strange dude. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd offense me, but I've not seen your name pop up in the comments before. And then you ask a question that was related to a conversation me and Scott were having 10 minutes ago in a private <laughs> WhatsApp chat. Oh, it's going on there, mate. I really don't. Um, Mario Dono was saying, they like the new profile. There it is. There he is. Wait, Alfredo. Nice. I oh, liked mate. it. And I also That's seen, awesome. Mori, you were on Alfredo's Foundation's Twitter page as well. Uh-huh. Um, I liked that. That was cool. Um. We Jamesy, the boy would like to wish the Battlefield podcast a great Christmas. Three points Boxing Day and no surrender. He's saying he's missed Baz. There you go, Baz. We James, he's missed you, mate. And I think Baz just missed me, Jamesy. <laughs> yeah, he's back. He's back. <laughs> he's back. That's so what I've not been up. I've not been up in this uh, loft, uh, this studio for fucking ages, and it's freezing. So I've just come up here, put the lights that on, and uh, there's icicles and stuff. So I had to put a wee jumper on there. So please excuse another. Uh, Another technical issue. <laughs> Baz, Baz isn't saying it's cold, but he had to take some Valerian steel up with him just in case if I'm getting a fight. <laughs> some dragon glass. <laughs> dragon glass. Sammy, your cellmate for Saturday. Obviously, as Stags has said, they're bedding into a new, or a slight tweak to the system. Tweaks here and, here and there, but 
the lads go to go to points, and and again when you look at others running boots, that's all that it matters. You know, you you you've got to just get over that line, get the three points, and actually then you start to fire the questions back to the other side, which we've been doing uh, with with relative ease to be fair. Exactly. I mean, I think it was uh, our own Geo that was saying on the last podcast. You're watching these games and you're no panicking towards the last like, 10, 5 minutes and that anyway. You're kind of going, right, the goal will come. And people turn and say, oh, well, a penalty builds it again. I mean, you, you can't really argue with the penalty itself, though. I mean, the guy penalty? just punched the ball. That's not their fault. <laughs> There's nothing to say about when they scored after that. It wasn't like they didn't look like scoring. They were just having trouble scoring. And that has a difference in Geo in games we've had before. It's not that they don't look like scoring. It's just... Trying a bit, it's taking longer to score. Uh, but in uh, the day, though, it's like three points doesn't matter. I don't. We play badly at three points, but still, people need to realise this. We're still a team bedding in. A manager has taken over somebody else's team halfway through a season. That's not easy. Yep. And he's undefeated. Yep. That's that's totally also unheard of. Totally, mate. Brilliant. Um, Baz, the, the important point as well is we were conceding too many goals before Gio came in. We're now back to no conceding goals and looking as though we're harder to break down as well. That allows us to go and win a game 1-0 or 2-0 or 2-1 or whatever it may be, you know, because you're, you're no 2 or 3 down inside the 8-9 minutes like we were against Hibs. <laughs> I think we've only conceded one goal since uh, Gio's come in. I think was it 3-1 against Livingston. Uh, I think that's the only goal I think that's the only goal we've conceded in the league. Um I mean, I know Paul said it was a sort of day, which I guess there maybe there's maybe an argument for that. However, you know, three points in a clean sheet, I'll take that off day every every game of the season. But what I will say is Dundee United set up ridiculously defensive. They, they had five across the back with four sitting in a diamond in front of them and Nicky Clark up the front himself. So, you know, that, people talk about parking the bus. The bus can't get any more parked than that, you know, setting up effectively a 5-4-1 Formation. Now we know teams are going to do that, but that's down to us. We need to learn and figure out ways to deal with it. And I think that's the difference. I think we're, we're starting to do that. We know they're going to do it. We know they're going to bed in, and it's it's up to us to go out there and break them down. Now, I I just want us to maybe start trying to get a wee, a goal a wee bit earlier because you get that early goal, teams need to start opening up, and when mm-hmm. you open up, then you're going to get more opportunities. You're going to find the spaces uh, in the back or whatever. So when they're sitting in, we kind of need to. We need to find a way to break them down now. What I will say about I, I kind of I contradicted myself a wee bit because I noticed we had 60, 68% possession and we had 16 shots. So you need to say we need, we need to be a wee bit more clinical in front of goal. But I also remember saying a few months ago that we need to start taking more chances rather than try to find that perfect goal. Because before we were kind of trying to walk the ball in the back of the net. And I was moaning that we were only taking that shot for outside the box and it could take a deflection or whatever. Whereas now we seem to be doing that. Now we seem to be taking their, their opportunities. But I yeah. think we just need to start uh, you know, burying these opportunities. But three points in a clean sheet, so that's the main thing. Listen, a lot of people say as well about Dundee United missing players and then obviously St Man last night missing players, Celtic missing players, every club missing players. You just need to look at England. Listen, we're only different for that. It's not like we've got no injuries and, and zero problems ourselves. You know, we've arguably our best defenders been out since, what, September or something like that? Yeah. You know, you're, we're missing Kemar Roof, who's huge. You know, there's, there's tons of players that Rangers are missing as well. That Stephen Davis there, who's, who's been absolutely brilliant for us. Um, Balligan's been out. It's the, we're, we're also missing players, you know, but the fact is, I keep saying, and 
wrong record there, but you just need to keep winning. You just need to try and keep getting the the, the points. And and thankfully, we are, we are getting that to that stage again, as we alluded to last week, where we're just winning. You know, and it doesn't matter if we're playing well or or, or, or playing poor. As long as we come away with the three points, that's all that matters. Stays and we're, we're doing that, which is great. December was a huge month. Sorry, Simmons. December was a huge month. A third of the season's played in this one month alone. So to come, if we get through this month, if we win it, but Boston, that's just that's phenomenal. That's a, that's, that's a great return. Did you say a third of the season's been played in this month? Aye. When's the league like finishing? What do you know we don't? That's also very true, yeah. <laughs> but no, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's kind of like Schrod- Schrodinger's uh, Rangers squad where all our players are terrible, but We've not got any players out because we've got all these players that are good. So it's like Rangers are a team that have loads of players injured or out with COVID or whatever reason. We've got depth to the squad, but their players are underrated for first team, but they don't they count when we've got injuries. It doesn't make any sense. It's almost right. like we're actually quite a good team, but people can't seem to just say that. Just can't right. seem to give the credit of do you know what? They're actually quite well organised. They've got a lot of good players. They've got depth to the squad. Let's just give them credit. It's like, nah. Masons. That's all it is. Masons. And somebody <laughs> said something on Twitter earlier I quite liked. Uh, for everybody saying Rangers are skint and Rangers are the team that needs money, we're one of the few clubs that aren't concerned about fans coming through the turnstiles. Mm-hmm. Who's skint? As it is. For a skin club, we, we didn't bother, did we? We weren't the job. Who gives a fuck what other people are saying, though? It does, like, let people talk. People will find something to talk about and something to moan about. And it's just an nature in Scotland that no matter what's happening, there's always something they're going to complain about, something they're going to bitch about, something they're going to moan about. And you know what? Fuck them. Let them do it. And as, see, as long as they're doing that, then it means we're doing something right. Exactly. That's a, that's a point. They're scared. They're scared. That's the problem. They're scared. Yeah. It's always damaging the brand at the end of the day, isn't it? Stop, stop the investment. So, we didn't know, Paul, that that would, that would be our last... Well, I didn't know St Johnston game. That was going to be my last uh, trip to Ibrox for a while. Dundee United for yourself on Saturday. looks as though it mm. may be the last one for a wee while. They, they've, they've made the decision to bring the winter break forward um, because it would be better to have fans in the stadium. There's no guarantee we're going to have the fans in the stadium when the game resumes at the end of January, beginning of February. Um, it'll be interesting to see if it does go ahead then um, considering that it won't be about fans then it'll be about fixture lists and crammed fixture lists and all integrity. On integrity so we'll see what happens then but I don't know, I thought, is Paul your thoughts on the, the, the league bringing the, the winter break forward because obviously it's relevant to, yeah. Yeah, to your club it's relevant to your club the whole point of it they say is to enable the fans to get back into the grounds uh, come the beginning of February so they can play the games in front of full stadiums. Anybody who truly believes that is going to happen, fans of stadiums, hasn't, hasn't been a pain, paying attention to what's been going on over the last almost two years, Selling, especially not here in Scotland. Uh, there is absolutely not a hope in hell of fans being back in the ground on any sort of level of um, attendance figures come February, I reckon even maybe for the rest of the season, because they won't let it. They certainly won't let, certainly won't let that happen. And so the whole point of bringing it forward is nonsense. We, we know why it's been brought forward. It's been brought forward to enable one club. Snagsy, you disagree with that? Agree with that, mate? I know that obviously down south it's a lot. Um, it's rife in the Premier League. It's rife in the EFL. You know, there's games getting called off left, right and centre. 
Uh, if games were getting called off up here left, right and centre, then I would see the point because the sport integrity, they have to call it into question if clubs are having to play. Like St Mirren were forced to play last night, like Dundee United were forced to play on Saturday, a team of kids. Do you know what I mean? That does alter the competition a wee bit. However, we're not getting that because they're not calling the games off. No, well, there's different drivers, um, unfortunately, in uh, the Scottish Premier League than there is in the uh, English Premier League. Uh, one of one of the most significant ones down here is obviously the World Cup schedule <clears throat> and, of course, um, the Sky broadcasting money. Um, and there's a little a little bit more leeway and tighter controls, I would argue, um, in terms of how the Premier League are handling their clubs uh, with regards to uh, the pandemic. <clears throat> and obviously, uh, player vaccination rates is huge as well. So, it's um, there's there's different you know different factors at play here. And what I would say is in is in Scotland. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a conspiracy. Um, I just think it's been mismanaged and handled very very badly. Uh, that would be my my honest opinion on it. Mismanagement involving Neil Doncaster, Buzz. I have never heard it before in my life. Never. I'm not even going to start, mate. No, this close to Christmas. <laughs> I mean, the guy, he's, he, is, he is just, he's incompetent. He's, he's a fucking idiot. And he's like, I mean, when you, when you get a sponsorship, uh, the money that Sinch is putting into Scottish football is less than what they're paying Ryland for the advert that he's doing on the telly. <laughs> see, see, when you, when, you, when, you negotiate, when you negotiate a deal like that, then surely fuck with something right. The guy, the guy's just he's incompetent. That's Everyone here would, would get sacked for a position that we all do for a job individually. If we had that level of competency, would we get sacked? But for some that. reason, this this idiot manages to keep his job. I, I don't know. Four hundred grand a year he's on or something like that. Four hundred grand right. a year. There's That's teams scary. in the there's teams in the, the lower leagues struggling to pay the players. Uh, players obviously uh, part time players. Uh, sorry, semi professional having to go and do other jobs on the side to pay the bills. You get this fucking moron sitting on 350 grand plus bonuses. I know. It's disgusting. I know, mate. I know, mate. It's... Anyway, I said I, I was not going to get into it and then proceeded <laughs> to get into it. It's too, it's too obvious, but no, it's too hard not isn't it? But looking, looking ahead to, to Boxing Day, mysteriously, obviously this Omicron, this Omicron uh, variant in Scottish football will no hit until the 27th of December because... Mm. We were allowed games to go on last night. We were allowing games to go ahead on the 26th. If it was that bad, I would just have called it then and then. Just that's it. And email until whatever date. However, we've been allowed to go on for a couple of, you know, in a few days. Um, it's forcing the club to have a rethink and, and only put out 500 tickets uh, for Sunday's match. The rest days will be back to watching it on telly, on Rangers TV, looking at the lovely Emma Dodds and listening to Clive. Um which I'm no, by the way, I, I prefer to be the game. I've said that. I, I, I've said a few times on the pod this year that the difference in going to the game and being able to see it, you know, on a bigger scale, Paul, I don't know if you agree with that, than, than on the telly is night and day. And um, mm. being part of the atmosphere, like the old firm game and things like that, was absolutely brilliant. Um, I've missed it. The European games as well, I really did miss it. Um, so back to being on the telly for Sunday. For us, again, St Mirren will come with the same team, you know, a team of kids, basically. Uh, it has to be just win. If it's one nil, it's one nil. Who cares? Doesn't matter. It yeah. just has to be Rangers getting three points and putting the pressure on again, um, and that's all it matters. Yeah, absolutely. As you say, and as Baz said earlier on, it doesn't matter if they, how bad they play as long as it, as long as they win. And as you says, keep the zero. That's the most important thing. 
keep the keep the zero. Keep the, I mean, that's been the most impressive thing I would say for, for Gio Van Van Bronckhorst is how he's managed to make it look a lot more secure at the back. You know, obviously the wee tweaks with Tav and Bon. I know bombing forward as much. One kind of tucks in if the other one goes. Um, there's two sitting midfielders, although he's not really played with that. He's, he's played with Arfield and one, and Arfield can't sit. Arfield goes. So just wee tweaks here and there that maybe play working in the training ground with Gio earlier than, and a wee bit longer than we thought may actually work out for us as well. Now, I think you mentioned, I think you kind of summed it up real well there, Scott, when you said wee tweaks. Now, we spoke about this in previous podcasts where Gio's come in, he's not going to just rip up a system and try to implement his own halfway through a season, he has to have some sort of transition. But the wee tweaks he's doing are clearly working. This is a team that was shipping goals left, right and centre, usually first. Now, every so often, say, oh, it's good that we can come back for being down a goal and stuff like that. We may never joke about it, but we should not be conceding first in any game. And look what Gio's done. He's took players who, let's be honest, a lot of his wanted just shotty because of how bad they were playing. And he's made him a really tight defensive unit. Now, we can we can talk about sh- uh, shots and target and goals and stuff like that, and maybe we should be killing teams after right away. We can talk about that, but let's look at the positives, and the positives are our back line is an absolute fucking wall just now. And even yeah. McGregor is playing better. But I think he's playing better because he's got the confidence of a team of uh, defenders in front of him. And as you say, Scott, it's just sweet tweaks. This is a guy that's not even brought in his own system yet. This is a guy that's not even brought his own style of play. He's just easing in. He's not even been in a job long. Not long yeah. at all. What, a, a month? Yeah. Five weeks at the uh, push. <coughs> Sammy, see you back up what you were saying there, mate. Uh, see, since he's come in, Scotty Arfield looks like a totally different player. Mm-hmm. I thought totally. Scotty Arfield kind of fell off the boil a wee bit beginning of the season. Maybe he wasn't getting as much game time as you know in his previous previous uh, seasons, but since uh, Van Bronckers has come in, Scott Arfield looks like a new player. Uh, and the other thing I'll say about him as well, when we played against Dundee United, but he kind of played Glenn Kamara a wee bit out of position, and he looked uncomfortable. And uh, GVB recognised it, recognised that the system wasn't working and tweaked it right away. Whereas I think uh, Gerard was almost stubborn in the sense that if you want to tweak things or change things and just allow it to, allow it to run, whereas GVB seen it wasn't working and changed it up right away. So even he's recognising that the tweaks that he's making, if it's working, he's going to go with it. If it's not working, then he's going to change it. And I think You're that's, right, that's mate. You're right, Ben. I think about the fucking kind of Gerald compared to uh, Gio. Is like uh, with Gerald, it was a kind of case like, here's my system. I'm going to try and make it work. I'm not saying it was bad as Warburton. It was, there was no plan B type thing. Like, Warburton's plan B was the plan A better. But Gerald, it took a while to really adjust to a plan B where Gio's got that experience where he can recognize something right off the bat and say, and in the same game, say, that's not working. But I think Gerald took a couple of games to realize I'll try something different for the third game. Gio's realising that within a half, and I think there lies the difference, and that's not I'm not slagging Gerard. they fucking done great for us, he's doing really good for us as well but you can't fake experience, you can't buy experience you just, you have it through Dana, and Gio has got more miles on the clock, and I think we're seeing it oh, You're absolutely right and Baz, um, just, to, just to support what you were saying there, I think what we're seeing, um, just to touch on on our field, Baz, is I think in the in the Gerard system, where we've got that um, kind of four three three system that he was playing, it was it was way more compact up top. 
and players were were sitting in, if you like, which 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 made us more compact, and and, and it made it harder to, to 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 kind of break down teams that were playing fucking twenty players in defence. But what we're seeing now is players like uh, Arfield and Aribo that are encouraged to break the lines. I think that's the massive difference. Is it they're breaking the lines where whereas previously they didn't have the license to do that, um, and obviously that's making a massive difference in terms of our forward play, but also. Um, the kind of susceptibility of the opponent's defence to concede um, sooner, which obviously didn't happen last week. But next week, I promise you, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> of course, Baz has mentioned half and he's right. But even just to retweak with Aribo and bringing Aribo in to be yeah. the number 10 is huge. That's Aribo's position. Unfortunately for Yanis Hadji, it's also his position. But Aribo is just in such form, it's just frightening at the moment. And as long as we can keep keep that going. And again, that's a huge factor in, in Saturday as well. You know, we, we didn't want to risk Aribo because he would be missing for the Old Firm game, had it taken place on that day when it was supposed to, and um, they'd have been missing for that and stuff. So it's, <clears throat> it's all wee things like that, you know, that's, that's that obviously can, led to it. You know? Scott, can I, can I just mention Hadji quickly since you brought him up there? Uh, yes. I can't be the only person that think he's been unfairly vilified. Oh, he has been, mate, eh? And he's uh, so the first time he's made a whipping boy because you know what Rangers fans are like. But we love a fucking whipping boy. We'll pick somebody in. Even last year when we were playing brilliantly, I think they made Hadji whipping boy. And you look at his stats and go, "This boy's actually really good." Not as I, but he's the worst of the good. So we, we need somebody to pick one. And I think he didn't have a bad game on Saturday. He may not have had my match, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. He didn't have a bad game. He never was missing. He had a wee fucking put a flare, then go well, fair does. It didn't, didn't work out badly for us, so that was good. But he never goes missing. And I think that's the thing with Hadji is because he's always visible, he's easy mm-hmm. to single out. Right. Totally right. So you, so, right. so you always know you notice his mistakes because he doesn't go hiding for them. He's All always right. there. And this boy, and we've spoken about this probably before, he'll be a much better player once he leaves us, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. His talent's only going to be hindered by the Scottish League. He's going to be better once he leaves us, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But he's still young, so 22, 23. This boy's got a fucking career ahead of him. Aye. And it's right right player, wrong system, isn't it? That's it, mate. That's yeah. it. Totally. Classic. Totally. I think we all believe in Hadji. I really do. But as Simi says, the reason why it's highlighted to him a lot is because he still looks for the ball. Same with Kent. That's why Kent will get moaned at as well, because these two guys never stop looking for the ball. And they might lose it two, three, four times out of six, but see they once or twice that it works, it usually results in a goal or a and chance see, or something, you know. And, and see, to be fair, remember like last season, how many times at like last season, season before, did you say, oh, I can see why we pay five grand for Kun Kamara? You saw that quite a lot Aye. during the games. And people were kind of like, we're too fucking quick to write players off. We don't have a Sakala. We don't have a fucking uh, Bonner. We don't have Lundstrom, we, 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 we date every single player, and we, we, we love a weapon boy, we just love somebody to fucking pick on if the game doesn't go away. But see if the game doesn't go away, we're still winning, you get three points. Lads, you didn't, a lot of you didn't grow up during the 90s, when it was expected for Rangers to win. It just, you, you fucking went to school, you came home and Rangers won the league, that's, that's how it worked. <laughs> it's not like that now. You went to school one day, you came here, Rangers won the league. Hey, that's how good that team was. <laughs> Well, which Never mind that. Let me just turn the telly on. Sometimes yeah. we'll drop points, and sometimes we'll win games ugly, like in Saturday. There, did you know what? Fucking just have faith in the system. Our six points clear. Just chill. Do you know though? I think sometimes uh, you you don't get that settling in period, and certainly at Rangers, you know, Bonner Barisic was he was told he could look for another club. 
yeah. until he scored that goal against St Mum that basically changed his his whole career at Rangers. But I, I think when you get players, I, I, I thought it was because he went up to the uh, the European fans and done that. That is well. But see, when Sorry. you get players like like Kent at uh, seven million, and obviously Hadji was three point, I don't know, three something. When, when players come in with that, when we're paying big money out for players, and it's, there's the expectation of these players is a wee bit higher. And when you're playing in the sort of positions you're playing in as well, like you say, when they're no hiding, when you know when these are the guys that are expected to, to make something happen, I guess people are, are looking for it, and when, it, when they don't get it right away. Then I guess they're on their place a wee bit. It's not it's not a favourite tackle either. Um as yeah. you say that he, he throws himself about, he really gets stuck in. He, he does an awful lot of dirty work people don't maybe don't see, but he he, he really he gets, he gets it, you know what I mean? You see him go up for corners, he's always signaling to the crowd, come on, let's let's go, let's get it going. He's he absolutely he loves the club, he loves being there. He's but the thing is he's he's being played out of position, it's not his natural position, therefore he will struggle a little bit. Doing so, and as I've alluded to in previous podcasts, it's just that little bit ahead of others around about him. He'll do something, forget the Rabona at the weekend. He'll he'll do a little piece of trickery or a bit of skill, and the, and it'll be the ball will be too far ahead of somebody or or behind them because they're not expecting them to do it at that particular moment in time. But he's just thinking ahead. So yeah, he's, do, you know, he's, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is, Paul? Do you know what the genuine is? He's too handsome, so they pick them. They're jealous. That's what it is. Yeah, uh, it's a cross. No. We've all been there. Thinking of everything, boys. Hadji, handsome. Kent, handsome. Charlie Adam, Hadji, handsome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, Predictions for Mm. Sunday then. Policies. 4 0 to the famous. Love it. Snagsy. Match will get called off. Oh, you mean a scoreline? Um, right. Uh, I'll go for eight now. <laughs> Pull me a light like I'm getting called off. What are you fucking laughing at? What are you laughing at? Barzbowski. Where's Mum sitting? I forgot he'd write down where they're sitting in the league. They're like eight uh, or something. Second, like nine. second, uh, second, second Do you know the uh, thing though? Jim Goodwin always set, has him set up pretty well defensively, as we seen last night. And it's all—it's always a tough game, St. Mum for us. So I don't—I don't think it's going to any, be any more than two. No, hopefully they've got their their, uh, their team muscle to do it and all that because you don't want to beat teams that way. It's shit, you know what I mean? And fair play to them, you know, sending a boys last night and they—they they, they got a point at it. But I mean, they've got Eamon Brophy up front. He's not done a fucking thing since they left Kilmarnock. Obviously, Jack Annie can goals. I reckon they'll set up quite defensively. They'll be—they'll be buzzing. They'll be on a bit of a high. And I reckon they're going to take some of that momentum into, into this game. I expect us to beat them. I expect us to get a clean sheet, but it won't be an easy game. It'll probably be one of the games we're sitting there at the 70th minute thinking, fuck's sake, man, when we're going to get a goal. So I expect a boring, hard thought, hard thought, that'll be hard thought. Hard thought I'm willing it, willing it. I'm thinking it, we're thinking it. It'll be a hard thought and thought uh, 2 0 to the famous. <laughs> Same with you, Jamesy. Well, Jamesy agrees with me that. Me and Jamesy. Ryan's going to be Geo's. Geo's, Geo's hanging every week. Geo's predicted every week. 1-0 off Alfie's arse in 90 minutes. Um, and Andrew Bluebells has gone 6-0. Sammy, what's your prediction? I hope Andrew's right. I hope Stagsy's right. No getting called off. 8-0 all day. <laughs> Do you know, I remember like uh, a while ago, Stagsy asked me a prediction for a game. 
and I said, and I, I laid out my predictions for the game, how I think it would go. <laughs> and he took that much of a huff. He fucking quit Twitter. <laughs> I was like, me, I was joking. I was right. fucking having a laugh. So I won't do that. I'll just give you the scoreline. But I think it's going to be... I'm going to say 2-0. 2-0. Oh, I love it. 2-0. I'm going 3. I'm going 3. That's what I'm going to do. Do you see me in court? There it is. Fucking wake up, Sarah. Hey, you don't want to see me in court. Trust me, I've got fucking lawyers assembled like the fucking Avengers. Honestly, fucking Captain America grabbing the fucking hammer. Sorry for losing Avengers. That's a spoiler. And I've got the fucking lawyers all coming at portals behind me. And you have like fucking fan. I was like, what's going on? Then I'm going to sue you so hard on your ancestors. Oh and that hat. I like that hat. Let's do that. That's yours, mate. It's all yours. That's a combo. Some goal in the 98th minute. Nah. See, the fucking former Prime Minister even <laughs> thinks we're going to fucking do it. <laughs> oh, dear. No, listen, it is going to be quite a wee short pod tonight because, let's face it, we're talking about the game on Saturday. We're looking ahead to Sunday. The infant is going to stop, right? There's also much you can sit and talk about that. Uh, in terms of getting into debates about COVID and all that, and I can't be asked for that shit. I'm sick of talking about it. So it's going to be a wee, a wee short pod. But what I do on behalf of everybody in the podcast is thank everybody for their support this year. Thank G4 Claims, thank KJG Wash and Go, uh, Printing and Wash and Go for their support as well. Thanks to everybody for coming to the live show who did um, and buying tickets and uh, raffle tickets and merchandise and everybody who's bought merchandise. Um, I went and. I met a few people at the on Monday and Tuesday with some merchandise that they'd bought and picked up when hand delivered it. Eh? You don't get that, eh? Fucking Brexit and the clock's going forward and all that, but don't fuck about with this postman. Do you know what I mean? I just go and I deliver. You know, it's fucking deliver and that's it. Um You and Morelos, mate, fucking like that. Always deliver, mate, always, always telling you. Um I got up to the door like that and all. <laughs> <laughs> Open your door. <laughs> Can you imagine the fucking door, the, the doorbell fucking camera thing? You go, what the fuck's that? And you're like, um, what's what's Peanut's prediction? Nicola wants to know. No, she's not here just now. But um, what's that? Oh, she says um, I'll put it on Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> she's a drama queen. She makes you wait. <laughs> it's true. That. It's worth it though. It's well worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. It's usually more accurate than us, which is scary. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we spoke about this fucking one of the previous pods as well? And Geo walks out of the dressing room and goes, Last day you want? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he consults his dog and goes, Hey, pal, <laughs> should I fucking line up a team today? The dog just starts barking and goes, That sounds good. And the players are all like, What's going on? <laughs> Stadium of announcers like that. Number one, bark. Two, bark. <laughs> Three, Everyone's bad three, bad three yeah. times. <laughs> Nicola also says, Hope everyone on the pod and at home have an awesome Christmas. I think it'll be three not years. Um, Mark, have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. All he says, I think you should do a watch along. <laughs> it's Boxing Day, mate. <laughs> uh, hope all you boys have a lovely Christmas. Thanks for taking time to make all the great videos. Love watching you on the great videos. There is a wee Christmas message coming for the podcast tomorrow. I just Baz is going to do a wee video and send it to me, ain't you? <laughs> I guess I'm going to need to move. 
Gio's going to do the same. Um, can I say something quickly? Jody should be singing it. I only go. You've never said anything quickly in your fucking life. I fucking sent you a video while it was. Bar's going to have a video. Jody, Gio, fuck Simon, the video we sent. And by the way, I, I almost go fucking bin for this podcast. That's another story. Follow me on Twitter, I'll tell you about it. No, I was going to say, I'm actually quite glad that the game at New Year's has been cancelled because I couldn't see it. And now the Wednesday game in February I can actually make, so I'm not going to lie, lads. I influenced the vote, sorry. Well, it might not even I tw- happen I, 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 I tweeted Motherwell and said, do you want your fucking Wendy's pant? And they said, no. I went, well, you know how you vote. How do you follow that? How do you go after that? I don't, that? I, don't I, know, I don't know what's happening right now. No, no, I'm confused. See the thing, though. See with the 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 the, the fixture for the old firm being moved to the second of February, Rangers can actually request it to be postponed because of Rule G seven uh, SPFL rules. If you've got three or more players who are needed for international duty, so obviously we've got three players playing. Uh, for, well, as if Nigeria make it to the semi-finals, which the likelihood is they would. So you're going to have Aribo, uh, Balogun and Bassi, if they're all fit, uh, being selected for Nigeria. So there's three players. And then Colombia are also playing Argentina in the 1st of February. So if Alfredo Morelos is selected for that outfit, then that's you at four players. Now, I know Scotty Arfield has become a bit of a part-time player on the international scene. I don't think he's played many games for Canada since 2019. However, in the 3rd of February, Canada are playing El Salvador. So if he's selected for Canada, te- uh, technically we could have uh, could have five players on international duty. So Rangers would be well within the rights under Rule G7 to request the game to be postponed. Hence Doncaster's comments today saying there will be no, um, he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't want any more postponements. He said that no, there's, no, there's no more snow spare space, no capacity. He called it, there will be no he called it the Glasgow Derby. Yep. See, here's, here's a... <laughs> he's <laughs> went and... full on for... That's shit, that's what he's done. Okay. Here's another thing, here's something that I never got a chance to touch on earlier on when we're actually talking about the moving the, the winter break forward. The winter break wasn't just a... An opportunity for people to go on a jolly ride. It was, it was, it was sort of calculated on when will the weather be its worst, because you get punters travelling up and down the A9 on buses, so you've got the safety concerns of the punters as well as, you know, the limitation of games getting called off. So they've looked at it and thought, right, that time is the worst time, so we'll have a, we'll have a break then. So what we've done is we're now moving the break forward which means you're still going to have all these issues that the winter break was put in in the first place for. Do you know what I mean? So, we, so we're going to move it forward, we're going to have our break, and then we're going to go back playing games right at the period of time that the winter break was fucking designed to avoid in the first place. Baz, I hate, I hate to fucking kid it, but there's no way in hell they took in fucking supporters' safety with this. They just looked at fucking frozen pitches. There was no way in hell they looked at actually people fucking travelling. They didn't give a fuck. Let's be honest. And you, see, I think they about that. Sorry, Sammy. See, if they gave a fuck, they wouldn't have us gone to Aberdeen on the 29th of December. You would have us playing, you know, you would, you would look at it and you would say, right, where's Paisley, St Myrne? Do you know what I mean? Livingston. You know, Wands, it's only maybe what, 20 minutes along the road. 
Instead, they've got us travelling in 29th. Or they did have us travelling in 29th, a midweek game, all the way up to fucking Aberdeen, you know. It's just... It's but, the thing, but the thing is, though, as Baz was saying, there's like um, about the kind of safety thing, but also you can answer the question at the same time. It's like, they don't care about safety fans because they're going to have all these fucking games pushed forward with the worst possible weather. And stop if you've heard this one before. This happened before in 2008. And there you go. Mark says, if we want to postpone, we will get it. We'll just send Sammy to sort it. That's it. Are these team of lawyers? They're fucking Avengers, mate, honestly. <laughs> I'll get a gameplay tonight if you want it. <laughs> well, that's what Ali said, wasn't it? Um, what did you say to Alan Brazil this morning at Docksport? Oh, no, no, he says, just, just you name the place and the time, we will be there. No, I don't want to postpone, mate. <laughs> You can imagine the fucking like uh, Gio, right. with that fucking guy in the Warriors just sitting in the fucking bottles like this. Celtic, I like to play. <laughs> 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 Shitbags, lads, that's what they are. Shitbags. I know Daniel Doncaster is in the pocket of a certain club, but he did refer to a certain manager earlier as Big Ange. So right. that never actually happened, by the way. I just made it up. But they, did, they called the Glasgow Dark. <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> terrible. That was terrible. I mean, that, that's terrible for many reasons, but the main reason, from a money point of view, Sky Sports are like, who fucking say you fucking dick? But that's how we can obviously generate. But Sky did it. Fucking Sky done it as well, actually. <laughs> just a peasy fucking absolute despots, man. That's all it is. Just a peasy, man. That's all it is. Um, it's crazy, but that's just the way it is. Do you know what we should do? We should fucking start calling Rangers versus Glasgow fucking Queen, Glasgow Queens Park, what the fuck they're called. Call that the Glasgow Derby. Call it the old firm. Don't forget just. Yeah. That's what I meant. So that's what I meant. Go the fucking full way. Go the full way. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Say fuck it. Call Fissel in Queens Park. The guys go that way. Old firm. Fuck it. I'm fucking. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Thanks to everybody for their support in 2021. It's been a, a great year for our football club. Obviously. You know, 150 years, you know, about to turn 150 years old, 155. We're causing meltdowns all over the place. Nobody likes us and we, we don't care. Still, nobody likes us and we don't care. And it is a case of name your time, name your place, name wherever it is we're playing. You can have 60,000 there because the last time you had 60,000 in it, remember, we beat you then as well. Then we went there when there was no fans in it and we'd done you again. You know, then we brought you to Ibrooks this year when our place was full and we also were ravaged with COVID. You didn't hear us great to get the game postponed, no manager, goalies, etc. We just got on with it and we did what we did best and we won football games, we won titles. 56 is incoming. That's the thing that worries them and that's the thing that they know it's coming and there's no a fucking damn thing they can do about it, by the way. We will. I believe the word is, I believe the the word is pending. Pending, mate. It's pending. <laughs> Ending. So thanks very much. We hope everybody has a fabulous um, Christmas and New Year. Stay safe. Please stay safe. We know what it's like out there at the minute, so um, ensure that you're doing everything safe. And we shall see you next year. We will probably see you on... That's <laughs> keeping in the corner. We will probably see you on the Patreon because we'll try and get a couple of things done on that. So if you've not signed up to that, then get signed up to it. And that's it. 2021 is done, lads. That's a wrap, as they say. My thanks to Paul at Seas. Have a wonderful Christmas, my friend. 
And the same to you and the same to the rest of the boys here and to everybody watching. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Snagsy, sporting a beautiful hoodie, mate. Have a fabulous Christmas and a fabulous new year. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Baz Bowski, another man sporting a fabulous hoodie, mate. Um, we'll see you in the new Thank year, my friend. I appreciate that. I'm hoping whoever's got that squeaky fucking chair will have it fixed for the new year. I don't know who it is. Somebody on this podcast. I, I, I it might be me. It's <laughs> no me. I'm fucking standing. It can't be me. Oh, I may not be the gaffers. Tell me. Tell me it's no the gaffers. Make that noise. Fuck's sake. It is. <laughs> um, and Simi, a beautiful t-shirt as well, mate. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas. <laughs> the double rimmer. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and more importantly, say to all you guys watching, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older, there's a place I want to be. It's red faucet is beautiful It's steeped in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever Coming over me And I got butterflies and hurricanes Shaking my body Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.